Wisconsin scientists are working on new ways to protect drinking and surface water from pollutants and on better methods of cleaning water that's already contaminated. But researchers say success may cost taxpayers more money. WUWM innovation reporter Chuck Kornbach has the story for our Project Milwaukee series, Great Lakes, Troubled Waters. Wisconsin's top environmental official, DNR Secretary Preston Cole, has been promising to place a higher priority on good science when crafting policy. He says he hopes better research will lead to cleaner drinking water, for example. We have communities around this state who have lost surety about turning on their pipes and having fresh drinking water. In certain parts of the state, it's PFAS, these emerging contaminants from the southwest where there's nitrates in drinking water, to lead laterals that continue to wreak havoc on some of our urban and oldest cities around the state of Wisconsin. According to engineering professor Matthew Ginder Vogel, expert help is on hand. I think scientists, we actually know a lot of the answers already as to how to protect drinking water. Kinder Vogel directs the Water Science Engineering Laboratory at UW-Madison. He says state maps from as long as 35 years ago show which groundwater storage areas, known as aquifers, are potentially susceptible to contamination. So, Ginder Vogel says one thing scientists are doing is working on ways to keep pollutants out of those waters. In northeastern Wisconsin, researchers are recommending ways to limit manure runoff into shallow soils. For other parts of the state, including Waukesha County, that are troubled by naturally occurring sources of contamination, like radium, the answers may begin in the laboratory. In Professor Ginder Vogel's lab, a vacuum pump removes oxygen from an anaerobic chamber. That's a four by eight foot rectangular work area with clear plastic walls. Once a mix of nitrogen and hydrogen gas goes in, Scientists insert their arms into plastic sleeves on the side of the chamber to conduct experiments with small vials of crushed rock taken from deep underground. The material is treated with a succession of acids to see how much radium comes out, as well as radium's sources, uranium and thorium. Kinder Vogel says the eventual hope is to tell local officials how to avoid drilling wells into soil layers with high radium concentrations. Yeah, exactly. Don't drill all the way down. Drill down this far and try and pull water from these parts of your aquifer rather than another part of your aquifer. Ginder Vogel says if governments can't keep chemicals out of drinking water supplies, then improving water treatment may be the next best option. He says one of his colleagues is working on a process called advanced oxidation. That can transform organic chemicals into carbon dioxide, essentially and then it'll bubble out of the water and and be harmless. Likewise, Ginder Vogel says there's more study underway of reverse osmosis, which is used in desalinization in other parts of the world. Basically, pressurized water passes through a membrane that filters out unwanted molecules. But Ginder Vogel says the new techniques are more expensive. It's very energy intensive. And I think in Wisconsin, we have a real concern because a lot of the municipalities that get water from the ground are small. Ginder Vogel says Milwaukee, which uses Lake Michigan for drinking water, will soon have more treatment debates, too, over how to keep algae blooms out of the water system. Researchers at the UW-Milwaukee School of Freshwater Sciences are also going higher tech to try to protect water. 
Recently, Wisconsin Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes and DNR Secretary Cole came for a tour. At one stop, school dean Val Klump showed off a lab which has a new gene sequencer that helps map the DNA of fish. But first, Klump pointed to an older sequencer. It was the same instrument that was used to sequence the human genome. They had hundreds of these and it took them, what, 10 years? This newer pack bio, which is, could do the same thing in about a day and a half, wow. at, of course, a fraction of the cost. Yeah. Klump says his researchers are now better able to understand how pharmaceuticals designed for humans affect fish genes if the drugs get into the lake. And once you know the mechanism, then you have a fighting chance maybe to counteract that in some fashion by saying, okay, can we re-engineer those drugs or those compounds so that we're using green chemistry or green technology, if you will. Klump acknowledges the gene research has a ways to go. So he agrees with other water scientists who say the best way to protect groundwater, lakes, and rivers is to keep contaminants out. Chuck Quirmbach, 89.7, WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR.